Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out seem to ignore. I'm Nick Ainelli. What's slowing the speed limit from 45 to 35 on part of US-1 might do to traffic. I'm Christy King. An accused serial rapist moves closer to trial at D.C. Superior Court. I'm John Doman. WTOP at 12 noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is in Taiwan. China has warned the U.S. would, quote, pay the price for such a visit. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. In a statement, Nancy Pelosi says her visit is meant to honor America's unwavering commitment to supporting Taiwan's democracy. Beijing has said it amounts to the U.S. undermining China's sovereign security interests. The Biden administration has urged China not to overreact, noting that Pelosi isn't the first House Speaker to make this trip. Newt Gingrich did it in 1997. And that the U.S remains committed to the one China policy and would not support a unilateral declaration of Taiwanese independence. Well, change at the top is coming for Al-Qaeda after the U.S. drone attack that killed longtime leader and 9-11 planner Ayman al-Zwahiri. Former CIA man Michael Morell is a CBS News contributor. It could be somebody younger. It could be somebody more dynamic. Um, certainly somebody who was influenced by him. He was one of the most violent members of Al-Qaeda when his Egyptian group merged with Al-Qaeda years and years ago. Al-Qaeda became more violent. Now to Northern California, where at least two deaths have been blamed on the massive wildfire near the border with Oregon. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti says other people are unaccounted for. Teams are searching through destroyed property to locate residents who may have died in the flames. Courtney Kreider is a spokesperson for the Siskiyou County Sheriff's Office. She says nearly two dozen people are still missing, and that number could increase. What we're trying to do today is get a better reference of people that are either unaccounted for or unfortunately fatalities. Well, search teams in eastern Kentucky are trying to find more victims and get to people still stranded by the epic flooding. At least 37 people died. William Goodman lives in Maytown where people are just trying to get back on their feet. Hopefully we'll see a lot of people in here, you know, pitching in and lending a hand. We, we have a pretty pretty strong community here, so we're, we're all about helping each other out. In Indiana, House Republicans have proposed changes today to a Senate-passed abortion ban, adding exceptions to protect the life of the mother and adjusting time frames to deal with rape and incest cases. A narcotics expert testified at the trial of Brittany Griner.
diner today in a Russian courtroom challenging the people who analyzed what was taken from the WNBA star's airport luggage. Griner's lawyer says all this is going on amid the efforts to win her freedom. She's still focused and she's still nervous and she still knows that the end is, is near. And she's hoping that sometime she could be coming home. Right now on Wall Street, the Dow is down 133 points. The S&P is up one. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It's 12.03, Tuesday, August 2nd. A hot one today. Sun and clouds. Maybe a shower later. Highs in the low to mid-90s. Right now, sunny and 83 degrees. Good afternoon, I'm Deborah Feinstein. And I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. The breaking developments come in the world of sports and it involves Nat superstar Juan Soto. Say it isn't so, Dave Preston. So long, Soto. Multiple reports have the Nationals dealing Juan Soto and first baseman Josh Bell to San Diego. ESPN says it's for rookie pitcher Mackenzie Gore, rookie shortstop uh, C.J. Abrams, plus three prospects and a major league player yet to be determined. Now, another report has first baseman Eric Hosmer in the mix for that. He currently has a no-trade clause. That is what is currently holding up this deal right now. Juan Soto, a two-time All-Star, a playoff hero just three years ago, a world series champion in washington is on his way out of town much more coming up in sports at 12 15 dave preston wtop news all right thank you dave it's 1204 last year dc recorded its highest number of traffic deaths in 14 years and now new research is showing that many drivers in the district who travel through school zones are not slowing down when they're supposed to 20% of drivers in D.C. travel at least 10 miles an hour above the 15-mile-per-hour speed limit in school zones. That's what a new study from the traffic analytics firm Inrex is showing. It found that D.C. drivers often ignore signs telling them to slow down around schools and that speed and crash rates in school zones are similar to what they are along other roadways in the district. The study found that crashes were generally less severe near schools and that could be because overall speeds in those areas tend to be lower when compared with major corridors where speed limits are higher. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Adjustments on major commuter routes are made periodically in the name of safety. For example, the speed limit on River Road inside the Beltway in Maryland was reduced from 45 to 35 miles an hour a few years back. Well, now something similar could be coming to Virginia. Coming up with a recommended speed limit for U.S. 1 south of Virginia's Beltway involved technical analysis on five years of data on speed-related crashes. Now, Virginia's Department of Transportation thinks the state traffic engineer should lower the speed limit from 45 to 35 miles an hour between 495 and Jeff Todd Way, which is nearly down to Fort Belvoir. Now, inside Nova reports VDOT is saying slower speeds would have minimal impact on traffic flow and volume. Christy King, WTOP News. OmniRide is trying to expand its service on the upcoming toll lanes along Route 66. The transit provider is hoping to start a commuter route that would take riders from Ballsford Road in Manassas to the Innovation Center Silver Line Metro stop. It'll use the nearly completed I-66 outside the Beltway toll lanes. Those are scheduled to be open by December. OmniRide's executive director says for commuters heading from Manassas to Herndon and Reston, the bus will either be faster than a solo trip in the non-tolled lanes or cheaper than driving on the toll lanes. 
OmniRide's looking at expanding its routes in other areas as well. We've got more information at WTOP.com. The suspect in a string of rapes and murders that had women on edge in the 1990s was back in court today, gearing up for trial later this year. DNA evidence will be front and center in the case against Giles Warwick, the man accused of raping several women in Montgomery County and D.C. throughout the 1990s. But ahead of a trial set for just after Thanksgiving, Warwick declined the opportunity to independently retest the DNA evidence that was collected over the years in both D.C. and Maryland. But that doesn't mean they won't challenge the admissibility of the evidence. Prosecutors believe will prove Warwick was the man dubbed the Potomac River Rapist. The first case he's being tried for is also also, the last crime he's charged with, the rape and murder of a woman found dead in some woods in Georgetown in 1998. At D.C. Superior Court, John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up for you after traffic and weather. Seeking collaborative solutions to gun violence in D.C., I'm Liz Anderson. 12.07. In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grinding halt, regardless of what the clock on the wall says, you leap into action. Granger is with you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7...